This is Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 15. Luke 2, verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Happy New Year, nearly. It's New Year's Eve, but I kind of think it's okay to start saying Happy New Year today. I wonder if anybody is, has the strength for partying tonight. Sure, yeah, I don't. But it, it's, it is kind of, kind of a thing, isn't it? Less so with children, I think, but we adults sometimes just like to have a little bit of a party New Year's Eve and go outside and bang those saucepan uh, lids at 12 o'clock. But it's also a time, I think, where we kind of look back over the year and reflect on what's happened, what's been good, what's been puzzling, what's been difficult. And I think too, we often make New Year's resolutions. Uh, uh, that's another habit I've grown out of and I'm, I'm delighted with utter joy that I no longer make any New Year's resolutions so I don't have to feel guilty halfway through January. But this morning, as we have heard something of Mary's story, we're just gonna spend a little bit of time with Mary. And as she ponders and treasures the events of her past year, uh, the, the few, anyway, that are recorded in Luke. And hopefully we will find some parallels that, we may, uh, that may be helpful to us as we do our own thinking. So I suspect Mary's thoughts would go back to that day, nearly a year before, when an angel appeared to her. She was just a young girl going about her normal life. Luke says absolutely nothing about Mary and her circumstances, except for one thing we can gather, that when the angel appeared, he said this, you have found favor with God. And maybe that was the only thing about Mary that needed to be said. She found favor with God. Up until this moment, I think we can surmise that Mary's life was just pottering along. No particular drama that makes her stand out in the crowd, 
just a kind of invisible way of living in a Roman-occupied town, just living her faith in God day by day within her context. Perhaps for us, in the monotony of our day-by-day faithful living, within the difficulties and trials of our own context, we can gain comfort from the knowledge that this is our training ground. This is where we find favour with God. We may feel invisible, we may feel powerless, but it's in this training ground that God observes us and loves us and out of this place that he is able to use us. We may not know what lies ahead, but God is doing something. And so Mary invites us to ponder in our hearts, what is God doing in our faithful training ground? Perhaps Mary reflected on the times when God spoke especially clearly to her. The angel delivers his message to her, and amid her fear and wonder, and maybe a little bit of a wing and a prayer, but knowing her God well enough, she says yes to the rather astonishing plan that he has. Pregnancy. But wonderfully, Joseph was on board with his own revelation. And a visit to cousin Elizabeth gave Mary a welcome confirmation and blessing. God is moving. And Mary responds with this wonderfully sassy song about God turning the world upside down. And then more recently for Mary, After the birth of Jesus, she has these kind of random shepherds appear, but telling a tale that echoed the message that the angel had given her, that God's purposes were being revealed and confirmed to her one step at a time. And so for us, perhaps we can look back at those times this past year where God seems to have spoken so clearly to us, when we had experiences that seemed to confirm his purposes for us, his working in our lives, when it felt so natural and right to rejoice with our faith held high, as it were, as we found comfort in his joy and reassurance of his presence with us. And so Mary ponders us to, sorry, Mary invites us to ponder what is God doing as hope and joy and worship fill our hearts? Perhaps Mary was also pondering on the difficulty of living the detail of God's plan the harsh reality of being pregnant in her context, enduring the gossip and whispers of friends and neighbours. Her helplessness at being ordered to take the long, uncomfortable journey to Bethlehem. The indignity of giving birth in front of strangers. 
and there being no beautifully carved cradle for her baby. This reality was surely so far from what she had hoped and dreamed of for the birth of her firstborn. Where was God now? Where was his provision? And so for us, maybe as we look back, God seems hidden from our view. The euphoria of our first faith has disappeared. Our path just seems so hard and joyless. Our dreams so far away on the horizon. Where is God now? And Mary invites us to ponder on what God is doing in our loss and our disappointment in life and in him. I find Mary's reaction incredible and intriguing, and not least because I share her name, but also because I'm not a natural ponderer or reflector. But I absolutely love and and am inspired by her ability to just stop, hold still, and treasure. Because we're not just invited to ponder, not just to mull over things and wonder, but to actually treasure these moments, to milk them for seeing where God is in our lives, what he might be doing, what he might be drawing out of us, always believing that our understanding has further to go. There's more revelation ahead. And we have the choice to believe that all of our lives, the monotony of the faithful training ground, the joyful times, the sorrows, pain and loss are all caught up in the purposes of God. And into that space, into that belief, comes the birth of the Christ child, Emmanuel, God's word is birthed in us, carrying us forward. Do you stand with us? Your name 
just as we're worshipping, um, have a picture of a dollar bill and reminded of verse in the New Testament that says, you've been bought with a price. And just feel that the Lord would want to remind us that that's, that's who we are to him today, bought with a price. And also just this word of healing. Um, you know, Jesus was marked by healing his ministry. And if you'd like any more prayer later in the service or after the service, um, that will be available. Joy to the world. 